welcome to the Find That Thing podcast, where we find that thing that lights your soul on fire, that thing that you were made for in this world and that just drives you from the inside out and brings you to life. My name is Emma Campbell. I'm a purpose coach, mama, nature loving, stubbornly optimistic, dorky child at heart. Here you can expect juicy mindset bites, stories, silliness and seriousness and everything in between. One thing I do promise is to make you smile. I'm here to give you permission to own your true purpose, to do what you truly want to do in this world and be the person that you were before the world told you who you should be. Because it's never been so easy than right now to do what makes your soul shine. So let's soak up some of that awesomeness that this world has to offer and help you find that thing that sets your soul on fire and bring it to life. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the first episode of the Find That Thing podcast. Oh my gosh, I am just so, so excited to be here with you guys, getting to share a little bit about me today. So before I jump into a whole heap of how-to tips and tricks, all about how to find your purpose and passion and everything in between, I wanted to tell you a little bit about me, because if you're anything like me, I love to hear someone's story. I love to hear where they came from, what they're all about, what got them to be where they are and like why they chose their career purpose. So I thought that that is where I would start is talking a little bit about my story and helping you guys to not only hear my story, but hopefully unpack a little bit of what your story might be, because there's nothing more powerful the knowing your story and owning your story, owning who you are. And often our story can start from the thing that we most wanted to sweep under the carpet about ourselves. Often our story or our journey starts with the thing that we're most scared about other people learning about us. It's the thing in which we had a bit of shame around and which has held us back in so many ways. So while I tell my story, I hope that you you get to have a little bit of clarity about what might be going on for you. Because when you identify and uncover what that thing is that might be holding you back, that is the start of your story. And that is the start of transformation and transition and learning and all the fun stuff that's actually the heart of of why you're here and what you're here to do is to unpack who you really are (laughs) so gosh I've just realized I've started really deep but um that is that is the true essence of me so that is what you can expect and another thing that you can definitely expect and learn to predict from me is full transparency so you'll get to hear all of my lovely thoughts that that pop up along the way and uh hopefully they'll give you a good giggle because they definitely give me a good giggle and many of my friends. (laughs) So when I first went to write this episode, when I first went to write my story, 
it's funny. I was laughing because I, I wrote it in my podcast plan and I just popped the words, my story next to episode one. And I thought, yep, yeah, cool. Awesome. That'll be the first ep sorted. I'll just tell my story. That'll be great. Easy peasy. First ep done. M, you've nailed it. Good on you, mate. And then, oh my God, when I actually went to go write my story, I was like, oh, hang on. What the hell? What the hell is my story? When did it even start? How do you even tell a good story? And what what are the components of, of writing one? And in true uh, Emma Campbell form, I started researching how to tell a good story and what are the components and oh, all of that sort of lovely jazz and ended up getting distracted for, you know, just a few months. <laughs> and then I finally came back to, to writing down my story and I thought, what I'll do is rather than me boring you with every single element of my entire life history, like where I was born and all of those bits and pieces, I thought I would reach out to a really close friend and ask her. And, uh, and she's also an ideal client for me, so it ended up being a really good fit. And I said, Loz, given you are my ideal client, talk to me about what would you want to hear from me on my story? You know, what are the bits that you're curious about? What are the parts that would resonate with you? And she said, M, I'd want to know when you actually started your journey. You know, when did the transition occur for you? And when did you know you were going to start coaching? And how did you figure out your purpose in all of that? So guys, gang, that is where we're going to start. We're going to start with lots of questions and that's what I'm going to answer. So when did it all start? I think like any good story, it started from the little town called Struggle Town. <laughs> I was in a job where I was suffering from pretty epic anxiety, if I'm honest. I was living in a place of fear and <laughs> doing my absolute best. Like my main motivation and my main, uh, my main goal was to not stuff up. Everything, I guess, on the outside looked all roses and, you know, smiles and shining and all of that sort of thing. I was kicking goals, getting promotions, getting pay rises, getting recognized for good work, you know, smiling sweetly, <laughs> ticking boxes, doing challenging work, all of that sort of stuff on the outside all looked good. But while everything on the surface sort of was ticking boxes, you know, to friends, to family, to society, all of that sort of stuff. On the inside, if I'm really honest, something was missing for me. Something deeper down. Like deep on the inside, I was feeling a sense of just being a bit lost with where I was at. Just feeling a little bit empty, like there had to be something more. I knew I wasn't doing what I was meant to be doing, but I also didn't know what that was that I was meant to be doing. And I felt like something was a bit off about me and where I was at, but I didn't know what that feeling meant. So I did <laughs> what most of us do. And when we have a feeling that we don't understand, we swallow that feeling down. 
And I was also pretty awesome at distracting myself from that feeling through uh, things like alcohol and partying away weekends, you know, anything that allowed that sense of escape and that, you know, momentary release from, from that feeling, that feeling of unease. And I knew, I just knew that I could be doing more. I knew I wasn't living up to my potential, whatever the hell that was. <laughs> I guess I knew that there was more that I could be doing and I knew I wanted to make a difference and do something interesting and do something meaningful. And I knew I wanted to help people in some way. And if I'm really honest, I had a dream to become a coach from many, many years ago. But I also had a big old bloody limiting belief getting in the way of that dream. A belief and a voice that said, you can't do that. Who the hell are you to think you could become a coach? You can't make money out of that. Plus, you haven't got your shit together. You have to be perfect to be a coach. You're also not nearly talented enough, not nearly smart enough or not nearly good enough. So please go squish that dream. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and that I did for a, for a good few years. I let my fear and I let my, my anxiety and I let those mindset blockers really get in the way of me pursuing what, what I knew I needed to be doing at a deeper level. And I pushed that feeling away and I chose to keep up the facade of people pleasing and looking for approval on the outside and making sure that things on the outside and on the surface all looked good. But that feeling, that feeling never went away. And like a bloody bobbing cork in water, the more that you push that cork under the water, the more that it just keeps wanting to pop back up. And that's like the thing with purpose, like that cork in that situation was my purpose. The more that I tried to push that cork down, the more that it just kept wanting to come back up. I couldn't hide from that feeling of unease that was just lingering deep within my heart. And I think that is the thing with purpose and the thing that you're meant to do in this world is that there are ways to distract yourself from it. You know, and I was really good at this stuff. I was really good at keeping myself busy, um, you know, signing up for every sporting team that I could, doing working late, um, socializing, drinking lots of alcohol, drinking lots of coffee, you know, anything that would allow me to keep my mind active. So I never really had to be present with what that feeling really meant. And while it sounds a bit wanky, the thing with purpose is that from what I have learned, you don't find it. It really starts to find you and life starts helping you out with finding it once you start to clarify what it could look like. And the thing with purpose is that more often than not, and from what I've seen with all of my clients, is that purpose comes from a place of struggle. Purpose often comes from a place of 
being uncomfortable, being in pain, it often comes from a place of shame or from fear or that thing that you want to sweep under the carpet. You know, and that's the thing is while I was in this job, I was still searching for my thing, whether consciously or unconsciously. And thank God for life because life started helping me out with starting to find it. So it was at around that time that I got an email. It was an email and I remember sitting exactly where I was sitting. I was sitting in this office chair, you know, screen in front of me right next to the window. I managed to score the window spot in this office. (laughs) And I remember getting this little email pop up in my inbox And it was through a LinkedIn sort of post and it was a really simple, short message and it was an offer, an offer from a really successful, small, purpose-led business asking me to join them as they started a new business. And this new business that they wanted to start was focused on helping businesses become more purpose-driven and helping businesses create more fulfilling, heart-driven work for their employees. And I remember, I remember the exact feeling that I had in that moment of reading this email. It's like everything in my body lit up. It's like my heart just like just did this little mini explosion in my chest and you'd think it would have been really easy in that moment for me to just make that jump for me to go, oh my God, yes, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. This is that next step to something more. This is what I'm meant to do. You'd think you'd think that that's what would have happened and that's what would have been easy. But I sat on it. I sat on that decision. I was bloody paralyzed in indecision, going back and forth between my head and my heart. You know, the head saying, Em, what are you thinking, mate? Stay here. Stay here. It's safe. It's smart. This is the this is the smart decision. You're guaranteed a particular path, a particular promotion, a particular salary here. You know, you're guaranteed to move up the ranks and to be able to do this sort of work. You know, this is the smart, safe, solid decision. And then there was the heart saying, M, come the hell on. Let's give this a go. Yes, I know this is a risk. And yes, it could go all wrong. But also, what if it all goes right? What if this is the start of something massive? Follow me. Follow me is what the heart was saying. And after six months, six months of one of the most uncomfortable periods of my life of me being torn between the head and the heart and also (laughs) a gentle nudge by the company trying to bring me on uh, nudging me to to make that decision I I chose to lean into that fear and I chose to listen to the heart voice 
And if I'm honest, it was probably the first time in my life that I think I have chosen the heart voice over the head voice because I had always prided myself on being a head person, someone who was able to think through decisions analytically and scientifically and rationally and, you know, choose the really smart, solid, safe option. You know, leaning into that voice of heart, that's, that is the scary stuff. I mean, that's the stuff we're made for. That's the stuff when you feel the most alive, right? When you take a chance on something unknown. And after I leaned into that heart voice and after I leaned into that fear, God damn, is that when life started delivering for me? You know, I think this is when, this is when you know that you're on the right path is I, I was literally filled from head to toe with just this buzzing energy and excitement once I made that decision. It's like I felt this little mini magic just come upon me from within and I had never felt like my brain <laughs> had buzzed so hard with ideas. Like I literally could not sleep. I was so excited to start this new opportunity and it was in that job where, you know, after struggling to find my why and my purpose for so long, it was in that job where my eyes were opened to everything to do with purpose, to the power of purpose, to how to find it, to the benefits of it and what, what it even means. And oh my gosh, I went so deep into the research behind it. You know, this was my role was to speak to all of the thought leaders, to read from them, to absorb everything from all the thought leaders, the coaches, the books, the podcasts, anything to do with discovering your purpose and your passion and your why and that thing that motivates you. I read it. I absorbed it. I absolutely soaked that stuff up and my mind was really blown and I experienced a real shift in understanding because I'd always worked in the HR, leadership, recruitment, sort of um, culture uh, workspace. And I had done a lot of research in, into how to maximize productivity and engagement and all that sort of stuff. But it was during this period of researching everything to do with purpose that I realized that it's not complicated what's missing from so many workplaces that it's actually sometimes the most simple things that are the most powerful and that I believe that purpose and meaning, meaningful work is missing from so much of what we do and that if we're just focusing on the surface level stuff like all the objectives and KPIs and productivity and efficiency maximization and all of that sort of stuff, that it just leaves people feeling empty. And after spending a lot of my life and childhood, you know, witnessing a lot of depression and anxiety and people being controlled by their fear, I really realized that purpose and understanding the why and the bigger picture behind the work that you do and how it helps the world in some little or large way that locking onto why you're here and what you can do for this world that's the stuff that can cut through all the bullshit. That when you find your purpose 
And when you connect the work that you do to the bigger picture and the work that you're doing and how that contributes to the world, that when you understand that, that that is what cuts through your own small fear. Because when you find your purpose, and I know that the research backs this up time and time again, it's the only thing I know, purpose is the only thing I know to be bigger than fear because it is bigger than you and it helps squish down that fear voice and helps elevate you out of your own limiting stories and limiting beliefs and purpose drives your passion purpose drives that increased motivation and resilience purpose helps you identify who you really are and what you're here to do in this world and it was in that process in this job that I realized that that's what I was here to do that I had found my thing, that I had found my purpose and passion. And since finding this, that anxiety that I had been struggling with at an epic level, you know, my anxiety almost completely diminished. Like if I was to give it a rating, it would have been sitting at about an eight or a nine and I brought it down to a zero to a one. And since finding my purpose and passion, I have never had more fun, never made more of an income, never worked with more fun people than I ever have before. And I'm working less than I ever have in my life. And I've never felt more fulfilled and inspired and energized than I've been ever in my life. And so what, what is my purpose? What is my thing? Well, I guess at the heart of it, My thing is to help you find yours because in that process of understanding everything to do with purpose, I was able to unlock a little bit of the formula for how people uncover theirs to help people unlock your, your real true self to unlock what you're here to do in this world, to find the path that is truly authentically you not the path that the world wants you to follow and that the world celebrates as being successful but the path that you think is successful for you and that brings out your truest and your biggest and most beautiful real self the self that feels like you the strongest most beautiful vibrant self the most alive version of you. So that's my thing. And I want to ask what, what is yours? You know, it, it starts with your story and it starts with the narrative that you choose. And you've now heard my story and you've got to hear the narrative and the meaning that I chose to make. And that's the key here, guys, is We get to choose the meaning of our life, that the events are the events, like what happens is what happens, but the thing that we have full control over is what meaning we decide to make of those events. You know, we get to choose that narrative. And in future episodes, you'll get to hear some of the other versions that I unconsciously chose along the way. You know, some of the versions of that story where... I chose meanings that maybe weren't as helpful and weren't as empowering for me. And 
most of them involved me being a victim, you know, me being really hard done by, uh, me not being able to do anything about my life and feeling like things weren't fair and, you know, stories of loss. But that's the cool thing is that the events are the events and we often can't change the actual events. We can't change the situation that has occurred, but we can change how we want that story to sound and what we want that story to mean. So I'd invite you to reflect on your story. You know, what, what's your story and what's the story you're telling yourself about yourself right now? Start with the thing that you want to sweep under the rug about you. The thing that you're not so proud of. The thing that you don't want people to know. Because that's where you start. You start with the struggle. And the struggle is the start of a beautiful journey of you getting to grow and learn and, and step into who you really, who you really are and your, your full and most big and beautiful power. That's the start of uncovering your purpose. Guys, thank you so much for being with me for this first episode. I am so excited to be able to share more of these episodes with you. Episode two is going to be all about how to uncover your purpose in more detail and getting to hear some of the awesome research behind it and what the process looks like for uncovering your why. So stay tuned. I'm so excited. Thank you for being here. And I hope you all have the most beautiful day sending lots of love and light your way. Ciao.